So um, the name of my message today is called Cadulting. So if you've, if you've noticed, Kurt has already pointed out, there are, there are several kids here in church today. And it is so fun to have all of these generations worshiping God together, don't you think? Don't you think this is such a beautiful picture of what heaven's going to be like? All the generations who call on his name, worshiping as one. From the teeniest, tiniest hypo up to the oldest. Raise your hand if you're older than 60. I want to see ya. Okay. That's right. You guys, we need to be so thankful that we have that wisdom in our church. We are the body of Christ, and we need every part. We need the wisdom. We need the, I don't even know what my generation is. What are we, Kurt? We're just kind of like, I don't know, we're go-getters, right? We're just like, we just want to conquer the world. We're the doers. And the, and the little kids, I kind of think they're like our little, little piggies. They're, they're like our little toes. They're the little toes in the body of Christ. Because I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but your toes actually help give you balance. It's a little challenging to stand and run and do all the things that we do with our bodies if we didn't have toes. And sometimes, as adults, we tend to get a little too serious. And that's why God gave us kids. To keep us balanced. So, uh, right, right up here, this is my husband, Brian, and this is our son, Xander. Xander's now 11, and uh, he's such a good sport for letting me share this story. When Xander was four years old, so this was seven years ago, we were like big time into watching American Idol. Now, this was during the time when J-Lo was a judge, and so you know, when you're a judge on American Idol, you have to have your stuff being promoted on the commercial breaks, right? And so J-Lo had this Kohl's clothing line. And so her commercials, I mean, her, they were on every single commercial break. And, and Xander, four years old, sitting on my lap, on his precious mommy's lap. And J-Lo's commercial comes on in her clothing line, and she's like walking down the catwalk all like J-Lo-like. I know I look just like her, but so Xander on my lap, his jaw dropped. You guys, I'm not making this up, okay? Like this for real happened. His jaw dropped and he goes, wow, I want a mommy like that. What? And I said, that's me. I'm like speechless. 
And I turn him around and I look at him and like any wise man, he realized he may have said something not right. <laughs> and and uh, so he started to backpedal. But he really just dug himself in deeper. <laughs> no, 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 mommy. No, that's not what I meant. What I mean is I want two mommies. I want a pretty one like her and I want you. Man, you know you love your kids if you keep them after that. I mean, come on. I took him off my lap after that. We'll have no more of that. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's so funny. See, kids give us balance, right? They make us laugh. Oh my gosh, they say the funniest things and they make us laugh and... Yeah, so, um, you know, it's interesting what Jesus says about kids in the Bible. Like, he really likes kids. Uh, J.D., if you want to put up that first one, Matthew eleven twenty-five. 25. Um, at this time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father. You are Lord of heaven and earth. You have hidden these things from the wise and educated people, but you have shown them to little children. And then in Matthew 18, 3, he says, I tell you the truth, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. That's pretty intense. You will never enter the kingdom of heaven unless, and here it's, unless you change and become like these fidgety little kids. <laughs> so I, I used to work at, um, at Compassion International. I don't know if any of you are familiar with that, but it's a it's a nonprofit organization that works to get kids sponsored all around the world. And uh, so during that time, I started learning a lot about what the Bible had to say about kids, because that's kind of what our job was. And so every time I read this verse, it just blew me away. And I was like, man, this is really a serious command. And so I started to watch kids and watch, you know, what they did, how they acted. I was an aunt long before I was a mom. So I had, my older sister has seven children, so she gave me lots of practice um, in hanging out with kids. But you start to notice some things about kids. Can anyone um, just shout it out if you have an idea? What is something that, that you think about when you think of kids? What are kids like? Busy, messy, fun. Busy, messy, fun, honest, silly, innocent, smelly. <laughs> I love it. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. <laughs> Those are so good. So there's about, you know, a gazillion things that we could look at, you know, characteristics about children that could teach us what is God talking about here 
What does he want us to do? Now, the Bible's full of, of words where God tells us how to live a better life. Right? His, you know, when I was little, I used to read the Ten Commandments and be like, oh my gosh, he hates me. He just wants me to follow this rule and follow that rule and blah, blah. And then, but as I've gotten older, I, I go, oh. It's kind of like when you get older and, you know, when you're younger, you're like, your parents know nothing. And then as you get older and you get into an adulthood, you're like, oh yeah. That was actually really good advice. And that's how it is with God. And the Bible is full of his loving words to teach us to live a better life. Jesus said he came to give us life and to give it more abundantly. So God wants us to live a good life. He wants you to live an abundant life. He wants us to be healthy. He wants us to be happy. He wants us to be joy-filled. So when I look at kids, there's three things that I, I notice about kids. Um, they like to play. Kids, right now, would you rather be playing a game or listening to me talk? <laughs> that was my kid. He's like, I hear you talk all the time. Uh, <laughs> they love to play. They smile a lot. And they know how to love better than anybody. Now, I started to do some research on this play, smile, love stuff. And it's actually really interesting what I found out. For example, did you know that science now shows that the act of play actually changes the connections of the neurons in the front of your brain. It makes you smarter. It's so cool. But these, the connections that are made, these are things that help us regulate emotions, make plans, and solve problems. I need so much of this in my life. My husband's like, testify to the emotions. Yes, regulate. So <laughs> um, the leading scientist in this field, Sergio Pellis, uh, says that without play experience, those neurons are not changed. You guys, we need play. We need play. Kids already know how to do it. God says, be like kids. Maybe we should like, play. Maybe we should watch them and learn how to do it. So check this out. You guys, I'm, you again, cannot make this stuff up. As I'm preparing for this message, I walk into the library. On display is this gorgeous book. I mean, it was like just staring me right in the face. And it is called The Kidult Handbook. From Blanket Forts to Capture the Flag, a grown-up's guide to playing like a kid. What? You guys, they write books on how to do this. You can just go check out a book and learn how to play again. It is like full of ideas. Play Sticker Stalker? I don't know what that is. Um, 
there's um, play I spy, throw a frisbee. These are like play mega ring toss. Whoa, that sounds crazy. The author is Nicole Booz. I don't know if her name has anything to do with how much fun she's able to have, but I thought that was interesting. Um, <laughs> no offense, Nicole. We love your book. Um, <laughs> so then after play, you notice that kids smile a lot. There's also science. People have studied this stuff. There's also science that shows that there's a big difference between how adults smile and how kids smile. This one blows my mind. Kids smile up to 400 times a day. Doesn't that just like make your face hurt? Like just thinking about it, like, ah, oh, that hurts. Anyone want to guess what the average is for adults? I hear 5, 12, 50, 200. That's way too high. <laughs> Not for you, though, Don Marie. You're right. You're right about 200. The average, the average for adults and how many times they smile a, a day is 20. Doesn't that blow your mind and make you a little sad? I'm like, man, we are sad. Now, check this out too. There's, there's more. There's more. This is crazy because... Science has shown that smiling reduces the effects of stress-induced hormones. Do you guys know that when we get too much stress in our bodies, those hormones, do you know that it can, like, wreak havoc? Do you know it could make you physically and mentally ill? And now you know all you got to do is smile and sometimes exercise. That's a good one, too. But smiling is so good, you guys. It helps reduce the buildup of all those yucky hormones in your body. You know, you know, it's like I saw this comic strip one time. It was a mom and a teenager, and the teenager's like walks in like, and, and he's like, I'm just so sad. And the mom's like, why don't you try smiling? And he's like, yeah, right. You think if I just smile, I'll just feel better? And then he like walks out of the door and once the door's closed, he tries it and he goes, hey, I actually do feel better. <laughs> there are some times, guys, you're, you don't, we don't feel like smiling. We don't feel like it. But sometimes you just gotta do it. And then, then the flood will come. You know, it's like, the, it's like Pringles potato chips. Once you pop, you can't stop, right? <laughs> Smiling's the same way. It's totally contagious. Now, since God loves us so much, we sang about it this morning, he loves us so much, and he wants us to live an abundant life. He wants us to have these things. He wants us to be healthy. And if kids smile up to 400 times a day, they're like the healthiest little people on the planet. No wonder Jesus told us to be like them. Now, other than scientific facts, 
There's also power in testimony. And I want to share this really precious but powerful testimony with you guys this morning. If you look up on the screens, this is a picture of two best friends named Jax and Reddy. Aren't they cute? They decided that it would be a really funny trick to get the same haircut and trick their kindergarten teacher. They knew as long as they had the same hair, she would never be able to tell them apart. So they went to school and they switched seats and they just played the part like, you know, I think their teacher played along for a little bit too. They are best, best buddies. And, uh, <laughs> you know, the adults in the room right now, we're giggling because we see there's like, there's a little bit more different than their hair, right? We notice that. But the youngest kids in the room right now are giggling because they're like, that's such a cool trick to play on your teacher. <laughs> Isn't that gorgeous, the innocence of kids? And what, what Father God <laughs> created us to be, and then the world teaches it out of us? What if we could look at our neighbors and instead of see all the differences, instead we would see a reflection of ourselves? Maybe that's what Jesus meant when he said, love your neighbor as yourself. So, uh, right now what we're going to do is... uh, uh, Jory's going to come up and just play some music for us. You guys, we have a special opportunity this morning because we're sitting in a room full of kids who are full of this stuff. They're just full of it. And this is kingdom stuff, by the way. So what we're going to do is... We're going to have the kids pray over us. We're going to have them lay hands on us. And we're going to have them ask God to make us more like them today. Because we need it. We so need it. There's some of you in here right now who just, you've gotten so serious and you've forgotten how to play. And you know, it doesn't matter how old you get, you will always be a child of God. And he wants you to play. He wants you to be full of his joy and to have the freedom to play just like you did when you were little. And there's some of you in here today who just have a sad heart. And it's been a really long time since you smiled. 
Sometimes all it takes is one smile to get all the other smiles going. But sometimes there is a barrier that needs to be broken to get you smiling again. And we're going to pray for that today. There are some of us in here today who are living in bondage because we don't know how to love our neighbor. Love our neighbor as ourself. There's some of us in here today who don't know how to love ourselves. You know, if you can't love yourself, how are you going to love your neighbor? God can break through all of that. If you need God today to to help you, to show you how to love yourself, he can do that for you today. If you need him to give you new childlike eyes, to see the world in a better light, to see your neighbor through a child's eyes, he can do that today too. So if any of you are just feeling that build up in your heart and you're, oh, you're tired, you're exhausted, you're stressed, and you just want more of that. You want to you walk out of here today knowing what it feels like to be childlike and to be full of that joy. If that's you, I just want you to raise your hand if you want some more of this, if you want some of this stuff that the kids are full of, I just want you to raise your hand. Just raise your hand nice and high. Yep, that's so good. You guys, it will change you, I promise. It's so good. It's so good. Okay, kiddos, I want you to look around the room, and I want you, and adults, if you're not raising your hand, go with the kids. I want you to go to the people who have their hands up and, and we are going to pray. We are going to pray this stuff into you. We are going to become childlike this morning and we're going to see God and heaven and the world with childlike wonder. They believe it all. My niece once said to me, brought me the Bible and said, Aunt KK, you are not going to believe this. I said, what, honey? Everything in this Bible is true. So good. Okay, everyone, kiddos. And adults, if you'll look around the room too, I still see some hands up. People need, people need prayer. I think Tina's headed back here. Are you? Yeah, awesome. Okay. Okay, we're just going to take a couple minutes and let these kids just impart kingdom childlikeness into us.